Welcome to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. This is a show about pushing through obstacles and hard times in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Ted Fayton, and it's a pleasure to have you joining us. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's grow. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. Hope you guys are having a wonderful time so far. We appreciate you listening. Joining me today, I'm excited for this one. Got my man Marcus Carson, a.k.a. Goose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Glad to be here, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. It's, oh, it's man, an honor. It's an honor to have you, man. I appreciate you taking the time. I know we've been we've been talking about linking up doing this podcast for a while. Thanks. Um, I see you out there grinding. I see you out there hustling. So being able to sit at this table together um, definitely is something I don't take lightly. Yeah, I, same, man. Same, man. Likewise. Yeah. I'm glad to be here, man. It's an honor. Definitely. Sure. We have some listeners who might not be in the Greenville uh, area. They might not have heard of you before, which is okay, listeners. We're going to forgive you because if you don't know, you're about to know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why not tell know. them who you are and yes, what it is you do, man? Um, name Marcus Carson, man. Go by Goose. Um, from Seneca, South Carolina, man. Grew up playing sports. I'll be 30 July 24th this year, next Friday. As Get him. No, yeah. Um, fitness model, entrepreneur, man. Just out here grinding, man. Yeah. Typical dude, man. I see you, Loving man. life, man. And I'm chasing after you and the whole fitness model thing and, <laughs> and, and all entrepreneurship and you're killing the game, which I love seeing. I appreciate um, that. First, game, first question I had, it was the nickname Goose. <laughs> Where's that come from, man? All right, we can get into that. Um, <laughs> kind of a rough one, man. So my sophomore year, I happened to be working. I left football practice, happened to work in registration at the high school. Uh, didn't really realize it. My um, football coach, one of my DB coaches, came up behind me. I had on a Hollister shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember Hollister. Yep. It's red. had a gray seagull on it. I was I had a little mini bottle of gray goose. He caught me with it. He just kind of said goose, him and two little girls that I was working with, that actually two of my close friends. Uh, got to the, the field, had a two-a-day practice that afternoon. He caught me putting Grey Goose mini bottles in my Gatorade bottle. Uh, <laughs> and it just kind of stuck. You know? yeah. And he just started calling me Goose, man. Like two girls started calling me Goose. and just stuck. And there Everyone, it is. There it is, man. It's not, a, not a good reason, but it but is But it's a badge it of honor now, I feel. Um, yeah, like what? Like I got an alcohol problem or something? <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. But no, nah, nah. It, nah, it was dope, man. Um, I like the name. Kind of so when a lot of people say... Uh, they thought it came from, like, Top Gun. Yeah. Because I wear aviators a lot and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, you should be Goose. And then, like, your homeboy is, like, Maverick or something. And I'm like, nah. I love it that. It came man. from me drinking, man. That's yeah. all that was. I mentioned Badge of Honor because, like you said, I, I mean, I would have thought it came from Top Gun or, yeah. or something. But it's like, exactly. it was, oh, that's Goose, Goose. So, like, to own the name, I mean, regardless of where it came from, it's what you make territory. <laughs> Come with the territory, man. Let's talk about sports, man. Yes, sir. What's the first sport you played? First sport, basketball, all day. What was your first love? Basketball. Hands yeah. Down. That's my love, man. Jordan. Michael Jordan. I'm still a Bulls fan to the day I die. Uh, we suck right now, but <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah. Uh, basketball is my first love. I grew up playing on a dirt court. My grandma had literally a dirt court, man. Like We grew up like in the sticks in West Union, man. Really? Like, my mom was working three jobs, so I was, mainly it was with my grandma. Yeah. And out by like the old like you know kerosene heaters sitting outside, stuff like that. Just had a dirt court my grandpa made for me, man, out by the woods. Okay. Literally a light, like a wooden light post with a goal 
like hung on it. See, the fact that you remember that wooden light post, something tells you you were out there till it was dark. Oh, man. <laughs> the man, crickets going, man. Got gnats flying around like the street posts and everything. Man, I'm out there all day. Yeah. Barefooted. It doesn't even matter, man. I was out there. Would you say that's where your work ethic comes in? Absolutely. Come from my grandma, man. Watching her, her and my mom, honestly. It's like mama working three jobs. So my brother was, you know, troubled, man. He was in and out, you know, the system and stuff like that. He's 15 years older than I am. So she was working three jobs trying to keep me up and to keep my brother up. Um, that, you know, grind work ethic from her. My grandma, man, to have six grandkids that she basically raised in one, ho- yeah, in one house, man, and waking me up to, you know, go hit the garden and go help her outside, like, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning during the summer and stuff like that, man. Yep. Picked it up, man. Hey, I live my life around one concept, man, head down, do the work. Yeah. And that's the way she – Rolled, and that's where I got that from, actually. It it's like, crazy. Head down, I, do the work. Man. I feel like some of us get that at a young age where we have no choice. It's you installed know. in you. I mean, yeah. and I don't mind saying it on camera. I got emotional a couple of days yeah. ago. I had a friend of mine from high school, right? Uh-huh. We were all talking, and uh, we were talking about my high school. Yep. I went to Catholic school, for any of the listeners that didn't know. And pretty much the city I grew up in, it was the hood, man. You know? For sure. Kid around the kid around the block for me sold crack to his mom to pay the mortgage for the house right then i'd get on a bus and i'd go to a catholic school where an 18 year old is complaining because she got the base model bmw she got another 18 year old who's driving the h2 hummer you know flipping marijuana out his truck because he wants to be cool and i remember my mom working overtime to put me in that school i remember my dad you know waking up 5 30 in the morning to go work in the city coming home at six to cook dinner because my mom won't be home until 11 p.m mm-hmm. until after i go to bed just so i can get a better shot at an education so when you see yeah. that at a young age i feel like you just can't get that out of you no right? not at all. <laughs> like it's not, not going at all. away what are some of the fruits you've been able to enjoy in your life because of that work work ethic that you've had instilled in you from a young age man a lot of things man even when it comes to modeling like work um I think even my just demeanor, everything about me, I think just speaks mentality. And I, I speak in all the time about having alliance mentality. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that, a lot of people think that's like cocky or confident. But that's just me being me. Um, when I say having an alliance mentality, it just means, you know, when I see an opportunity to be better, to do better, I, I feel like a lion. I feel like my ears kind of perk up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, oh, all right, let's go. Let's hunt zone. Let's go get it. Yeah. Um, and that's just how my, my mama was. You know what I mean? My, my dad left me when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, she never took no for an answer, no matter what. And then, like, even with the three jobs, like, those weren't – one job was consistent. The other two was, like, you know, here and there, you know, picking up different odd jobs here and there. That's just the way it's got to be. She had to do what she had to do to get the job done to make sure I had a better life. So now I feel like no matter what, I don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Like, I can always better myself no matter what. I – now, like, I enjoy a successful life. You know, I work in healthcare, um, but my modeling has been going great, stuff like that. And I don't even consider myself a model, but, you know, it is what it is. My athleticism, um, if I know I'm not that good at something, hence why like I was talking about soccer, Yeah, head down, do the work, man. Let's get to it. I'm going to better myself to make sure I can come out here and eat. At the end of the day, man, I got to lay a foundation for myself and my lady, you know, my future, my kids when I have them in the future. Yeah. No, nothing's going to be given to me. 
championships ain't given. Jordan can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was, I was going to ask, and I, I feel like I know the, the answer to this question. Are you a competitive person? Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, it's scary how competitive I am. Really? And I, and I greet everything in life with that competitiveness. Yeah. I think that's like, I think that's just an athlete in me. Like I said, I grew up loving basketball. I remember literally sitting back watching like the old um, Jordan's finals and stuff like that, man, mm-hmm. back in the early 90s. Even uh, me growing up a Dallas Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. just watching football as a kid, man, watching Deion Sanders, how he grinded, just putting in the work ethic. Yeah. You know, Jerry Rice running heels. Stuff, like, all of those little things, man, I, I like to take a snippet of everything and give it out. To yeah. Be like, look, this is where that work ethic and that grind comes from. Yeah. Like, I want to work so damn hard that my presence will demand respect. Yeah. Now, I walk in the room, I want you to look at me and be like, I have no choice but to respect him. He puts in the work. I love that, man. Hey, that's the way it is, man. <laughs> so you mentioned Jordan. You mentioned Sanders. What are some of your other heroes and why, man? Uh, Martin Luther, of course, man, for what he, he stood for. Um, I stand by it hands down. Um, let's say Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. uh, Vander Holyfield, Michael Jordan, Deion Sanders. Uh, somebody I listen to every day, um, just old things that he's done ray lewis yeah um it's something about that man uh he inspires me so much him uh inky johnson yeah you know things that he's had to overcome eric thomas stuff like that Mm. i'm very passionate so it's like that people that are passionate like that like those three ray lewis eric thomas inky johnson I tend to gravitate towards that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like I can take snippets of everything that they say yeah. and apply it to my own life. Yeah. Um, and Ollie, Ollie, as it sounds, man, I would even say people like Tupac, man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, everything that he did, not even just in the music industry, but if you really know him as like, not even just like a poet or anything like that, him as a person, like mm-hmm. just from what I've read and listened to, it was deep, man. Yeah. I mean, and he was passionate, you know what I mean? Yeah. For women, politics, all of that. Like, And I think that's I what's it. amazing about some of the people you mentioned. And when we acknowledge some of the greatest that's ever done it, <laughs> they what they've done transcended their profession. Yeah. I'm going to say that again for the listeners who didn't get that. What they've done transcended their profession, mm-hmm. right? Michael Jordan, sure, you could say best basketball player of all time, but also how many people are wearing his sneakers exactly you know what i mean they've had an impact that extends the court or they have an impact that extends the arena in which they got their success and i think what speaks volumes to these kind of people is they don't handle much like you say you approach everything in life with that mentality you know competition i wrote down when i see an opportunity to get better I'm gonna. I'm the lion. The lion comes out, right? Yeah, that, per- that ear perks up. Exactly. Yeah, let's go. And it doesn't matter if you're picking up a football, basketball, a pen, or a stethoscope. At all. <laughs> it doesn't all. matter. It's like this. I, I came to play. You know. Exactly. I mentioned putting my 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 tie on in the morning. Mm-hmm. Putting my suit jacket on. I don't put my tie on until right before the show. Why, why do you do that? Like, it's my jersey, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm putting the jersey on. The warm ups just came off. Yeah, the warm ups just came off. I got my I got my little music I play. You know, yes, my warm up music. I get I get my mind right. Yes, sir. And because you know, th- there's there's levels to this, and this is it's not a game, but it's a game that I'm trying mm-hmm. to win. Exactly. Right? And I'm coming end, out for it. At the end of the day, man, you got to consider yourself the best. Like yeah. no matter in any aspect, whether that be as a husband, as you know, a worker. 
athlete, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you got to have that mentality. You got to have that grind. Yeah. If you don't have that, you might as well just take a seat, man. Mm-hmm. Go sit over to the side and somebody else take it. Yeah. So I'll, I always look at it like I have to outwork everybody. So mm-hmm. a lot of people always ask me, like, why are you up early doing what you do? Why do you stay up late doing what you do? Why do you crank two a days? Why do you, you know, every little thing. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to work outwork everybody. Yeah. I, I'm hungry. I'm greedy when it comes to my life. Like, I'm a very outgoing person. You know, I love people. I love Absolutely. conversating with everybody. But in the same sense, like, I look at life like you're coming from my neck. When it comes to my craft, I got to come for your neck. Yeah. I got to be the best at what I do. I'm trying to outwork you. I got to outgrind you. What are you chasing, man? Oh, man. It's a hard I, question. Man, that's a, that's a <laughs> tough one. That's a loaded question. Um, what am I chasing? I just want to be elite in every aspect of my life. And that goes with, you know, my relationships with my girl, people, friends, um, my work, everything. I just want to be elite. I want to be the best version of myself that I yeah. can be. I'm just chasing the to be the man that I know my mom and my grandma set out for me to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, it's, uh, it's so funny because I sense that my parents, mainly my mom, mm-hmm. keeps telling me to relax. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't know if you have anyone in your life that does this that says, like, you work too hard, yeah. when are you going to take a break, and this, the other thing. And it's funny because the things my parents have done for me has inadvertently do, done exactly what they didn't want me to do for the rest of my life. I watched my per- parents work so hard so I could have a shot at a comfortable life, right? Now that I'm in a spot where, you know, to them, I have mm-hmm. a comfortable life, they're like, we busted our butt so you don't have to work this hard. But to me, I'm like, mom, dad, I watched you work this hard exactly, to give me an opportunity. And now that you're giving me the baton, I ain't trying to stop the race. No. <laughs> no you can't, man. It's like, eventually somebody's got to dethrone the king right you consider yourself a king when they you know it comes mm. to your podcast it comes to your you know you being the anchor you got to consider yourself the best you consider yourself the king mm-hmm. cool eventually somebody's got to dethrone you somebody's got to take that seat on the throne right yeah so why not milk it for what for what it's worth right now yeah get everything you can get out of it and pose your will on it right now that's just what you have to do it what motivates you more Right, the person chasing you, or the person you're chasing. Person, probably the person that's chasing me. Yeah, that that keeps me moving. You know, I always think that somebody out there outworking me to get to where I want to be. Like I'm, I'm not even a made man yet. Yeah, I consider myself to be a, a one man army, but I'm not a made man. I'm not. You know, stand on top of a mountain right now, owning mm-hmm. whatever it is I want to own, or I'm not a big wig, none of that. Yeah. So I always feel like there's somebody on on my heels. Like I said, they're coming from my neck. So it's like, I have gotta, you ever have you ever been in New York? I haven't. I haven't. So this is what's interesting because for me, I need to go to New York like twice a year mm-hmm. because um, since I moved away from New York, and this is just me being like honest, thinking out loud. I've lost that that feel of the chase. Absolutely. So it, I'm interested into, I guess, how your perspective of someone always chasing you comes because I 
found that when I moved out of New York, I got complacent when I was first in Saginaw, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I had to go back to New York, get that hunger again, and then that propelled me out of Saginaw into Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Had to go back to New York again, get that jump, and I, really, I land in the city, and there's an air about it, you know, mm-hmm. just the way people are grinding. You can't walk down the street without seeing someone else's hustle. Absolutely. You can't. And because of that, it's in my face. I came up with the conclusion, for some reason, I, I see wherever I'm at, right? Mm-hmm. Even New York City as a pond. New York City is a, a big pond. Yeah. But every city being a pond, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm the biggest fish in a small pond, I'm still a minnow in the ocean. Exactly. I and, like that. I like that. the fact <laughs> of the matter is I got complacent in Saginaw because – Quite frankly, I knew a lot of the big wigs in the city and mm-hmm. I can go places and see everybody and dap hands with the people who are running the town and, and I feel big. Mm-hmm. But if I get comfortable in that in that setting, much like a lobster has to shed its shell to get a bigger shell, mm-hmm. if I don't change my shell, I'm not going to get bigger. I'm not exactly, going to grow. Man. So I'm interested to where where that mentality of someone chasing you comes from because, you know, I don't feel it in South Carolina. Am mm. I looking in the wrong places? Uh, I'm not trying to bash South Carolina, but I mean, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, not, I mean, all love for South oh, yeah, Carolina. Yeah, all love, man. I, I think it's just, I just get that drive and that hunger, man. Just, I think I, not only have I taken it from my my grandma, just feeling like, not necessarily like the world is against you, but it's kind of written. Everyone expects something from you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to expect me to fail. I don't, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't want. I don't want that expectation. I don't want you to expect me to fail. I'm going to show you exactly what I can do. Like, so if you tell me I can't do it, man, I got to do it. Like, you know what I mean. Like, that's in every aspect in life. But one thing that Ray Lewis has always said. Um, he said in, in an interview that I was listening to, and it stuck with me for a long time, and still to this day it does. Good is fitting in, great is fitting out. Ooh. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna do everything that the next man is not gonna do to get to where I want to be in life. I'm gonna put in that work left and right, no matter what. So yeah, I'm gonna get up at you know four o'clock, four thirty in the morning, run through it, kill a workout, go to work at the hospital, work a full day, get out five seven o'clock at night, go back, kill a, a different style of a workout. Yeah, you know. Which here we are right. recording a podcast. You work yeah. today. This it's a weekend we're recording. Yeah, this. man. Yeah, man. You know? Um, had to go in. We had well over like five hundred COVID samples today. Yeah, so, yeah which I'd, I don't know if I thanked you on the podcast officially, man, for doing all the work on the front lines and things yeah. like that. Thank you y'all know? for doing y'all's part, man. I'm I'm just here. Nah, dude, trying no. to do mine, man. We we appreciate yeah. it because um, it's great seeing somebody with a career and a profession mm-hmm. that's also not comfortable. No, because I no. think there's a lot of people that listen to this this uh, this show, who they have that hunger, that drive, that thing on the side that they're trying to work on, and if you're listening to this and you have a main gig that's paying you well, respect it, absolutely, right, and and pour into that. That's your priority. That's what pays Definitely. the bills. However, I urge you not to be comfortable because mm-hmm. I think what this pandemic has shown us mm-hmm. is that you can't be comfortable with just one stream of income. You can't be comfortable mm-hmm. with just a career. You have to be marketable, versatile, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to adjust at any given moment for, mm-hmm. for what can happen. So I love the fact that 
not only do you have the career, but you also have that drive on the side and um, kind of focusing now on that entrepreneurial part, right? Mm-hmm. The, the fitness modeling and stuff. You know, how did you get into that and, and kind of how's that journey been for you? Uh, so it, it actually just started with fitness. Um, I used to work out. really close friend of mine um, committed suicide yeah. a couple of years ago. He was a Marine struggling from postpartum. Uh, he was huge into the fitness industry. That was like his thing. He loved fitness. I worked out with him left and right. Dude was jacked. Yeah. Um, passed away, of course. Well, I took it kind of like I always had a chip on my shoulder, but I kind of took it on upon myself to be like, I'm going to continue to chase his dream. So it started with me just chasing the whole fitness dream, like maybe even not even just the modeling, just maybe even doing like bodybuilding and stuff like that. I was a frail little. I mean, I was tiny. Mm. Then it got to the point I was like, I don't, I don't want to be a bodybuilder, but I'm going to continue on this fitness journey for him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live this for him. Had a videographer hit me up one day and was just like, hey, man, you want to come out and do this uh, little segment for me for this clothing company? Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll do it. I probably won't be any good, but yeah, I'll do it. Knocked that one out. Everything just kind of trickled down. Everything was like a domino effect, man. And, you know, companies started, you know, shooting me messages other videographers, other photographers, I hate come do this. You know, signed up for Fashion Week. Didn't think I was gonna even make it. Got in mm-hmm. Fashion Week. I feel like I did a phenomenal job. Um, was supposed to walk again this year, but of course we got postponed until 2021. Mm-hmm. But ever since I started with that first video, man, it's, it's been um, it's been hard, but it's been fun because um, I feel like. I have to outdo my last performance every time. I was so going to say, what's like, been hard about it is that... What's been question. hard is like, mainly just every videographer, every photographer is different. So everyone has like their own thing of what they want and the vision that they have. Mm-hmm. And I respect that, but it's more of like some companies expect the most out of you, but don't want to pay. Or, you know, when I first started, it was kind of hard even trying to find it. If I decided like I wanted to go work on something. I heard a videographer, he messaged me and be like, hey, I might use you, but I want this. I'm talking to other people about it too. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I really want to be a part of this project. Well, you're not, you're not on that level yet. You haven't, you don't have this, these notches in your belt, basically. You haven't put in a time for it. So I'm going to go with this kid that is 10 times better than you. That sucks. Like, I yeah. hate a smack in the face. I hate the, the feel of I'm losing. Like, as my competitive nature, I yeah. hate to feel like I'm losing, and at that point, I felt like I was losing. So, just grinding even harder, like reaching out to different photographers, like, "Hey, man, you got any projects that you need? Like, I'm your man. Let's let's go do this. Let's knock mm-hmm. it out." Mm-hmm. But this this was cool. Like, I love that you did this. You know, this fitness shoot. Let's recreate that. No, 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 no. Let's not recreate that. Let's let's take it a step further. Let's go even bigger and better than yeah. than the last one. So, outdo. Just having to outdo my performance every time, man. My creative juices start flowing, and I've gotten into the point now, videographers and photographers, I feel like, well, they give me the respect to be like, look, this is what I want. But clearly, you you know what you're doing. What do you think? Let's yeah. do this, that, and a third. And I love that, man. Yeah, I, you've gotten to the point, like yeah. you mentioned before, you come and you get the respect. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we, we respect this person the moment yeah. they walk in on the shoot. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, even, you know, you walk into, you know, the new studio, it's mm-hmm. like you have to work so damn hard that your presence demands respect. Yeah. You walk through that door, they know, like, oh, he, he's coming to bring it. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Like, Ted probably got the flu right now. I mean, he 
it's flu game Jordan we getting right now. It don't matter. We're going to carry him through this. Like, yeah. It is what it is. I know he's going to give me 115% mm-hmm. no matter what. And here's the amazing thing about those kind of people because yeah. I know the listeners, the watchers, the viewers, um, you and I know those kind of people. Yeah. And when they walk into a room and you work with them, that makes you step up your game. Absolutely. If I have somebody, I'll put it this way, man. If we sat here to start talking about sports and they're like, oh, we're going to have a third person sit down and Stephen A sat down. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I didn't sign up for all of that. Yeah, but I'm going to be coming with my A game because oh, yeah, I know I he's come- not coming to play around. And if he's not playing yeah. around, I've got to come here acting like I belong at the table oh, yeah. with Stephen A. Uh, I'm supposed to be sitting right here with you. Yeah. And I can keep up with you. We're this is going to turn right on. And, uh, this is not a mistake. <laughs> Big facts. This is exactly how it's supposed to be. Who would you say, and I feel like I know the answer, um, who would you say is the person you're in most competition with? Myself. Hands down. Yeah. Any day of the week. Yeah. And the, the only person I'm competing with is myself. Like I said, every day is a day to get better, man. Yeah. I got to take it. I have to grasp every opportunity. Yeah. And enjoy the process while I'm doing it, man. Head down, do the work. That's, mm-hmm. that's the concept, no matter what. Head down, do the work. Do you think there's enough for everybody to eat? Absolutely. Uh, there's enough to go around, but I'm greedy. I want my plate full. Yeah. I want it full, <laughs> man. So it's like, every, every. let's say this is our table right here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, man, this is going to be a buffet line. We're going to split this together. That's cool, but if you're in the same career path that I'm, I'm on, I'm sorry, but I need your plate. Yeah, I can. You have some. There's enough for everybody to go around, but I need to be full before you be full. Yeah, that's just the way it is. And I think that's that's human nature too. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if it is a buffet, you know, and it's all you can eat, I want your plate full. I want my plate full. Yeah, we know. We both know that we're gonna be fed. Yeah, but I'm not going to stop eating. No, to let you get a plate. Not at all. I'm gonna. There's plenty out here. I'm gonna eat. And if if you're sitting there hungry, I'm like. Hey, you should have got yours. Uh, yeah, hey, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's right here. It's right in you, front of you. You're in the man. same boat that I am, man. You can grab it whenever you need it, but yeah, I'm gonna make sure I'm good. Like at the end of the day, you have to. Where do you go? And I think this is a, an important co- uh, question because mm-hmm. um, life has ups and downs, man. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned before this podcast about like being in a state of flow, right? Mm-hmm. When everything's just going well and you just on it. But when things are kind of rocky, things are falling off. You're starting off your the modeling career stuff or even starting the career and um you're learning things along the way where do you go to recharge your confidence man uh like i said i listen to a lot of motivational speakers i listen to eric thomas ray lewis inky johnson i catch myself sometimes man i even go back to seneca to my grandma's grave though and like i'll just sit out there sometimes man i've caught myself man literally go sitting in front of a grave with a bible in my hand to be real with you yeah and i'm just literally talking to her just like man telling her how things are rough like i don't know how i'm gonna overcome this how i'm gonna get better i mean and sometimes i mean you know when your faith is tested man you know you sometimes you have to be in an isolated position like that mm-hmm. like you you need to be uncomfortable you can't grow without being uncomfortable right like yeah i just find myself motivational speeches man bible Trying to talk to my grandma, man. That's that's me. Mm-hmm. And then music, man. Music always. Oh yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, man. 
that's I mean that's such an important question because especially for anybody trying something new, mm-hmm. right? There's always this gap, mm-hmm. of, and I'm sure you probably felt it when you first started with the fitness modeling, and even Absolutely. even so is whenever we start something new, chances are you have good taste, mm-hmm. right? You love music, right? Definitely. If we got in a booth, I love music. If we got in a booth to lay some tracks, it's not going to be <laughs> Grammy-winning tracks. Like, no, it's just sir. not going to be that. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that we don't have good taste in music. It just means we don't have the skills developed to articulate the taste that we have. 100%. And that applies to so many different arenas. And all that to say is when we start something new, mm-hmm. there's a gap between our taste and personal expectations and our capabilities. And that gap is the most demoralizing thing to be in. Yeah. I, I felt it when I started anchoring. And I did that in front of hundreds of thousands of people stumbling mm-hmm. over my words each and every single day. Honestly, if it wasn't for the gym, I wouldn't have made it as an anchor. Yeah. Because I literally left <laughs> I left the studio and I went to the gym to something that gave me confidence. Yeah. You know, definitely. I could work out. I could come here, help somebody else with their form or something. Mm-hmm. At least... I can go somewhere. I might not be a good anchor, but I'm a, I'm a great friend. I'm yeah. a great son. Mm-hmm. I found other areas in my life that I could be great at. We got a couple more minutes here in the podcast. Um, as, as, we, as we wrap things up, um, I know we have a big announcement coming up soon. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. In terms of things that you've been working on, I always ask, you know, what are the rainbows you're chasing? Mm-hmm. And um, you don't have to give us the announcement yet. But I know it's right around the corner, probably two days from when this podcast drops. But what are some of the rainbows and the things that that excite you so much about this journey that you're currently on, man? Man, th- this project is so deeply to me because it, it gives a little bit more insight to basically what we're talking about now, my work ethic, my grind, and what's driving me. Um, but also, it's a launch of mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. It's a launch of me. Yeah. As a as a man, um, as a fitness model, as a an entrepreneur, this is a step for you to see almost like a day in the life nice. of me and what it's take well, what it's took for me to get to where I am and how hard I'll work. Yeah. So I want this to more I want, I think anyone when they talk to me, I feel like they can see it in my eyes. Like <laughs> I see everyone's like everyone always looks at me in their eyes like glaze over sometimes and I, I don't mean that in like a cocky way. Yeah. But it's like I think everyone can see in my eyes like the passion and the drive and like the hunger. Yeah. And like I said, uh, while basically while the getting is good, mm-hmm. impose your will on it, man. Like you gotta you gotta own every second of it, own every moment of it. And if not, yeah, step to the side, let somebody else take nah. the seat, man. But nah, <laughs> it, it's mine. Like I want it. Yeah. I want the throne. Um, somebody's always on your heels, clipping for it. Outwork everybody at every given moment that you can. Ah, oh, man, I love that. And I, I respect your grind, man. I know you've been yeah. you own it, man. No, I appreciate it, yeah. and I know exactly what you're talking about. Like maybe the eyes glazing over or this, the other thing. And you know, I've spoken to friends, and we just dropped the 100th episode of the podcast a few oh, weeks congrats, ago. Man. Appreciate I didn't know that. that. Yeah. But it's so funny because the 100th episode dropped and got a, a bunch of messages, congratulations. This, the other thing, had a few messages from people like, I didn't know you were still doing that. Really. Yeah, which, and I don't, that wasn't, there was no shade in that. Yeah. Like, honestly, take pride in that because I'm thankful that I got those messages because they weren't, it wasn't like a message like, oh, you're still doing that. It was more like, oh, Ted, 100 episodes, congratulations. I didn't know you were still doing that. And that to me is kind of like, yeah, I, I told you I was doing a podcast. Yeah. This this wasn't a, 
wasn't a phase. Yeah. You know, you know, like we got episode 100 came out. We're working on another 100 and another 100. Yeah, and it's a keep, lifestyle, man. Yeah. Keep it moving. So when someone's like, oh, you still doing that thing that you were... Of course I'm still doing the thing. If I told yeah. you I was going to do something... I'm going to do it. Man, I'm a word. <laughs> yeah. But, but I feel like it also, like, amps you up, though. It, like, motivates you almost. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you thought it was a game, basically. You thought yeah. I was out here playing? All right. Yeah. I want to show you to stop playing with me. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm moving. I'm moving on forward. I'm coming for everything that I can get. Absolutely, yeah. Man, you, you're killing it, man. Appreciate it, man. I respect it, man. All the listeners who thought it was a game. It's not a game. We love we love the support. <laughs> you can support us at the Patreon page for as little as $1 a month. You know, shout out. It's, all, it's just a dollar. Go ahead. <laughs> shameless Throw that plug. in there. Throw that in there. Speaking of the shameless plug, man, um, I want to make sure that our listeners, our YouTube viewers, everybody can reach out to you, yeah, see some of the content man. you've been working on because it is nothing yeah. short of fire. Thank you, man. Um, everything Thank you, you got. I mean, bro i'm like I, every time i'm like you know what i'm gonna get him on this one yeah you're like, you're like what about this <laughs> <laughs> up the ante which is good man keep yeah. raising that bar but how can folks reach out to you and uh, see some of the work man reach me on instagram goose aurelius g-o-o-s-e-a-u-r-e-l-i-u-s -E -E uh, a lot of people ask me what that is goose of course is the nickname aurelius favorite philosopher roman emperor marcus aurelius but you can reach me at uh, Goose Aurelius or Facebook, Marcus Carson, man. Got you. And I'll have that linked up in the show notes. So uh, if anybody's listening on uh, the iTunes uh, podcast app, all you have to do is go to the show notes right now. Click that. It'll take you right to those links and those follow those pages. Make sure you hit that uh, that follow and yeah, check out the okay. content that my man's putting out because yes, uh, it is fire. It'll motivate you. It'll put a fire under your butt. And and not to cut you off, but I mean, if anybody's got any suggestions of what they want to see or what they want me to do, or even challenges that you want to see me get into, something I haven't done before, yeah, do not hesitate to let me know. I'm see, all for it. I love that. I'm all for. It. I I want more and more. I, I love want that. to go above and beyond. I love that, man. And um, <clears throat> watch your back. Hey. I know you're right there. Hey, you're on my heels, man. Hey, but you're on mine, which is man. great because I think we elevate each other. So I, yes, sir. I, I appreciate your hustle because your hustle keeps me hustling. Same, and, man, um, likewise. Vice versa. And to all the listeners, don't think we don't see you on our on our coattails either. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I hear you breathing on my neck back there. Hey, well, cheers, brother. I'll take cheers, a sip to bro. you. Yes, sir. And uh, to all the listeners that made it to the end, we appreciate you guys rocking with us for this episode of the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. Like we always say, man, keep hustling out there. Get over the adversity that you're going through because you have to go through the hard times mm -hmm. to get to the sunshine and the rainbows that I'm sure are waiting for you in your life if you guys enjoyed this episode make sure you hit that subscribe button make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're watching us on youtube we'd love to have you hit that subscribe button also hit the bell so you get a notification for every single new episode that drops each wednesday and if you haven't gone to our patreon page there you can get some behind the scenes footage pictures things you can support us for as little as one dollar an hour to help us grow this podcast love you guys and like we always say at the end of the episode everybody wants the sunshine but they don't want the rain but you can't get the pleasure with that little pain. Let's grow. The No Rain, No Rainbows podcast is recorded at Camaraderie. 
a collective workspace in Greenville, South Carolina, right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail. If you're looking for a place to grow your business, network with other professionals, and establish your own workspace, Camaraderie is the place to do so. Get access to high-speed internet, private showers and towel service, free methodical coffee, and free beer on tap. For more details, be sure to head over to camaraderiecowork.com or hit the link in the show notes and find out how you can lock in your space with rates starting at just $99 a month. Be sure to tell them that Ted sent you and try it out for free. You never know, you just might find a new home at Camaraderie. Let's grow.